Hello and welcome to Back of the Card Sports Trivia Pod, a podcast where you can test your sports trivia knowledge over a variety of sports and topics. My name's Court and I will be your host. Our game will consist of five rounds of six questions, covering everything from your basic sports to some unknown sports. Each question is worth one point unless otherwise noted. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok and let me know what your score is. Congratulations, you have made it to August, and that means that every single month from here until February will have football. So congratulations, we have made it, and we will continue our celebration of the start of football season by covering the Big Ten in our first round. So this first round is simply titled the Big Ten. Today we're going to talk about the conference that is very close to my heart, and that is the Big Ten. I am a big Ohio State fan. I am excited about this upcoming season. Um, CJ Stroud looks very good. Jackson Smith and Jibbo is coming back. Plus, Tredavion Henderson looks very solid, so I'm hoping that Ohio State has a good year this year. Don't worry, all these questions do not have to pertain to Ohio State. So without much further ado, let's just get rolling into the Big Ten. So question one, the conference is known as the Big Ten, but how many teams are there actually in this conference full-time? Question number two. There are two teams slated to join the Big Ten in 2024 and is now one of the symbolic starts of what is the new realignment chaos in college football. Name one of those two teams that are joining the Big Ten. Question number three. There are two affiliate schools with the Big Ten. One plays with the Big Ten in hockey and the other one in lacrosse. Name one of the two affiliated schools for a point. Question number four. What school joined the Big Ten in 1950 and turned the conference back into the Big Ten? Question number five. Only one school was an original member of the Big Ten that is no longer a part of the conference, and it left in 1946. What school was an original member that is no longer part of the Big Ten? And question number six. The Big Ten is the second oldest collegiate athletic conference in the U.S. What is the oldest athletic conference in the United States? Alright, I'm going to give you a few seconds of music, try to come up with your answers, and then I will return. Alright, let's go over some answers here in my favorite athletic conference, the Big Ten. So question one, the conference is known as the Big Ten, but how many teams are there actually part of the conference full-time? There are 14 teams. So it hasn't really been the Big Ten since 1990 when Penn State joined, and since then they just have added some teams, including some more in 2024. We'll talk about that in a second. But as of right now, there are 14 full-time teams in the conference. Question two, there are two teams slated to join the Big Ten in 2024. Name those one of those two schools. That is UCLA and USC. And like I said, this was the kind of the catalyst into the conference realignment scurry that happened after that, especially because 
Think about that. The Big Ten is known for being more in the Midwest. You're talking about usually you think of like Michigan, Ohio State. You think of Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, like very cold, very north states. And all of a sudden you have these two Los Angeles schools that are coming over. It's going to be interesting to see how it all works out. Question three, what two affiliate schools are associated with the Big Ten? One's for hockey and one's for lacrosse. Well, the hockey school is Notre Dame. And the lacrosse school is Johns Hopkins. So in order to get the point there, you just had to name one of those two. Question number four, what school joined the Big Ten in 1950 and turned the conference back into the Big Ten? Well, that was Michigan State University. They rejoined, they joined the conference in 1950. And before that, there was a span of about three, four years in which the conference was known as the Big Nine. When Michigan State joined, it became back the Big Ten. And then question number five, only one school was an original member that is no longer part of the Big Ten. That is the University of Chicago. So it was a member of the Big Ten until 1946. And like we just mentioned, the Michigan State then joined in 1950. But the University of Chicago was one of the original members of the Big Ten. And just a reminder, University of Chicago is where the first Heisman Trophy winner came from as well. And then question number six, the Big Ten is the second oldest athletic conference in the country. What is the oldest? That is the Michigan Intercollegiate Athletic Conference, otherwise known as the MIAA. So the MIAA was founded in 1888. The Big Ten was in, was founded in 1896. And there are some historical records that would state that the Big Ten was created because of the MIAA. Because at the time when the MIAA did get started, that was technically the conference that Michigan State was part of. So there is record of some D3 schools that have beaten Michigan State in basketball and football and that sort of stuff. Now, the MIAA is known for two things. It's known for being the oldest athletic conference in the country. It's also known for one of the most historic streaks that you've ever seen. If you ever want to see a very historic streak, go onto the MIAA website, look up men's tennis conference championships, and just see what Kalamazoo has done since the 19, I think, 20s. They've won something like... They won, ended up winning like 90-some, it was a ridiculous record of conference championships won all in a row. All right, we are going to move on now to round number two, and this is our quick hitters round. This round is filled with some questions that are quick hitters and have simple answers. Today's category is Big Ten Stadiums. Today you will be given a stadium that is in the Big Ten, and you simply have to name the school that, that is associated with it. So... I thought about doing the Heisman Trophy winner thing like we did last week, but your obvious answer would either be Ohio State or Michigan. So to keep it kind of simple, I decided to go with the stadiums. So let's have a little bit of fun with this one. So question number one, the big house. Question number two, Spartan Stadium. Question number three, Camp Randall Stadium. Question number four, Memorial Stadium. Question number five, Huntington Bank Stadium. And question number six, Ryan Field. So like I said, this one's a little bit more fun to start out, hopefully with a couple that you knew right away and a couple maybe you had to think about. But let's go over some of these answers on some of the oldest venues in college football. Starting with number one, the Big House. That is the University of Michigan. Now, technically, the Big House is its nickname, but 
I think everyone knows it just simply as the big house. Question number two, Spartan Stadium. That one is Michigan State University. Question three, Camp Randall Stadium. That is the University of Wisconsin. Hope you were jumping around during that one. Question number four, Memorial Stadium. I kind of tricked you on this one because technically there are three schools in the Big Ten that have the name of Memorial Stadium. So in order to get the point, you would have had to name either the University of Illinois, Indiana University, or the University of Nebraska. All of them call their stadiums Memorial Stadium. Question number five, Huntington Bank Stadium. That is the University of Minnesota. That is one of the newer facilities in the conference and then last but not least the only one that doesn't have the word stadium attached to it ryan field that is northwestern university a lot of these like i said have the word stadium associated with them but ryan field is one of the few that doesn't all right let's move on to to round number three and this is our connections that make contact this round will have five questions that may or may not be sports related but the answers do relate somehow to each other through sports The sixth question will be the connection between the five answers. So let's get started with question number one. In what country was the Lord of the Rings filmed? Question number two. What is the largest island in the world? Question number three. What is the only country in the world with three capitals. Question number four. What country is the home of the highest and lowest points in South America? Question number five. Kangaroos are part of what kind of mammal and is known for having a built-in pocket? And question number six is, what is the connection between all these answers? I'm going to give you a few seconds of music before I come back with the answers, and then we'll try to make some connections here. All right, let's make some connections. So question number one, what country was the Lord of the Rings filmed? That was New Zealand. Question two, what is the largest island in the world? That is Australia. It's the only country that is also its own continent, and it's also the largest island in the world. Question three, what is the only country in the world with three capitals? That is South Africa. So you have Petroya, that is the executive capital. You have Cape Town, which is the legislative capital, and you have Bloemfontein, I hope I'm saying that right, and that is the judicial capital. So yeah, South Africa, only country in the world with three capitals. So question number four, what country is the home of the highest and the lowest points in South America? That is Argentina. And then question number five, kangaroos are part of what kind of mammal group and is known that is known for having a built-in pocket? That is a wallaby. So you had answers such as New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, Argentina, and wallaby. 
What's connection? What's the connection here? Well, all these countries are the name of the or the nickname of the countries that are part of the rugby championships. So the rugby championships start this week, and that's where these four countries face off against each other in either their home country or in a neutral site. So the four countries are New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and Argentina. And the Wallabies are the nickname of the Australian rugby team. Now, like I said, the rugby championship, this is a yearly championship between the Southern Hemisphere teams, and it, the tournament kicks off on the 6th. Now, naturally, yes, to answer your question, New Zealand is one of the teams that has won it the most. If you aren't already familiar with the New Zealand All Blacks, are considered one of the most successful sports programs in the world. So yeah, they are pretty good, and Argentina was recently added to it. It was New Zealand, Australia, and South Africa only. Argentina was recently added to it because they actually have a really good rugby team down there as well. Moving on to round number four now, and this is called Athletes in Entertainment. For this round, I will name a year and a form of entertainment, and you just have to simply name the athlete that is featured in that form of entertainment. Now, this category is going to be all baseball players, so your answer for this one will be some baseball player, whether current or former. So let's start out with question number one. 2013, The Office. Question number two. 2016, Downtown music video by Macklemore. Question number three. 1989 Major League The Movie. Question number four. 1992 Seinfeld. Question number five, 2010, How I Met Your Mother. And question number six, 2010, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds of music, try to rattle around you and try to figure out what the answers are here, and then I will return with the answers. All right, let's get you some answers about some entertainers that are also baseball players. So let's start out with question number one, 2013, The Office, that is Ryan Howard. And that was the pitch that Ryan Howard was doing at the new sports agency that Jim had created, and he was talking about like Subway and da-da-da-da-da, so that one was Ryan Howard. Question number two, 2016 downtown music video by Macklemore. That was Ken Griffey Jr. If you don't know, Macklemore is from Seattle, and obviously downtown, he's talking about downtown Seattle. So that one just kind of goes hand in hand. Question number three now, 1989 Major Leagues, the movie. That was Bob Euchre. So Bob Euchre was the play-by-play, the voice, whatever you want to call him. And yeah, he does have some Major League appearances as well so bob euchre question number four 1992 seinfeld that is keith hernandez 
And then question number five, 2010, How I Met Your Mother, that was Nick Swisher. And that was a, he kind of made a brief appearance that uh, was kind of an iconic episode in How I Met Your Mother lore, but that was Nick Swisher. And then last but not least, 2010, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, that is Ryan Howard and or Chase Utley. Either one would get you the point. So yeah, Ryan Howard made an appearance twice in this round, but I think Chase Utley kind of had the bigger role in that episode. But you kind of figured, you know, it had to be a Philly of some kind. And 2010, we're talking about when the Phillies had a really good run going at that time. All right, round five this week, we are going to round it out with AFC West. Um, I, I did think about rounding it out with Bill Russell, but... Um, just it's too soon. I just kind of want to let that breathe for a little bit. So um, we will probably end next week's um, podcast with a round on Bill Russell. But today we're going to end this week's round on the AFC West. So as we wrap up, we're going to finish with the most interesting conference in the NFL, the AFC West. All these questions have to do with the AFC West, their quarterbacks, and who will make it out of this conference in good enough shape to challenge the Buffalo Bills for the AFC Championship game before going to the Super Bowl. So let's get started with question number one. The Dallas Texans are an original team in the AFC West. However, the Dallas Texans moved to Kansas City, Missouri in 1963 and changed their name to what current nickname? Question number two. Which of the following cities have the Raiders not called home? A. Los Angeles, B. Oakland, or C. San Francisco? Question number three. What team has won the conference every year since 2016? Question number four. In what city were the Chargers originally located? Question number four. What current NFC West team was in the AFC West from 1997 until 2001? And question number six. What current NFC South team was in the AFC at West for one season in 1976? Right, I'm going to give you a few seconds of music and then I will return with the answers. All right, let's get you wrapped up here with the AFC West. So question one, the Dallas Texans are an original team to the AFC West. However, the Dallas Texans moved to Kansas City in 1963 and changed their nickname to what? That is the Chiefs. Question number two, what city have the Raiders not called home? A, Los Angeles, B, Oakland, or C, San Francisco? That is San Francisco, so C. So, yep, they've been to Los Angeles, they've been to Oakland, currently they're in Las Vegas, so they have never technically called San Francisco home. Question three, what team has won the conference every year since 2016? That is the Kansas City Chiefs. 
Question four, in what city were the Chargers originally located? That is Los Angeles. So they were originally found in Los Angeles in 1960. They played one season there until they moved down to San Diego until 2016. And then in 2017, they moved back up to Los Angeles. So yeah, Los Angeles for a year, back down to San Diego, and then they came back to LA. Question number five, what current NFC West team was in the AFC West from 1977 until 2001? That was the Seattle Seahawks. Matter of fact, they actually won the division twice in 1988 and 1999. And then last but not least, question six, what current NFC South team was in the AFC West for one season in 1976? That was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks kind of acted as a placeholder for a year until the Seahawks joined in 1977, and that was the inaugural year of the Tampa Bay Bucks. And yeah, that was the year in which they went 0 and 14. So fun little back and forth there. And it feels like back in the 70s, that is a long way for the Tampa Bay Bucks to be able to travel between sites and making it a conference opponent of some kind. But hey, that's all that we have for today. I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I will return next week Monday with more questions and more fun. Make sure you're following us on Apple and make sure that when you select a file that you choose to automatically download. If Apple isn't your thing, that's more than okay. Make sure you subscribe everywhere that you can. And if possible, please make sure you leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you are using. Also, make sure you let me know what your score was this week and make sure you're following us on all of our social media accounts at Back of the Card Trivia on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. But hey, my name's Court. The dog's name is Milo. Have a great rest of the day and I will hear from you next week.